Hey, I'm Zara J, relationship coach, author, and creator of the Passion Attraction Prototypes. And on this podcast, I teach high achieving women like you how to break relationship patterns and create a match game plan so you can quickly identify and attract a compatible partner for commitment in less time using my six step formula, the Captivating Courtship Code. Every week, I bring you lessons, reflections, and love-changing tips that have been proven to help my clients meet their partners and transform their love lives quickly. You're getting the inside scoop from my years of owning a matchmaking service and as an expert relationship coach that will take you from a wounded princess to a captivating queen of courtship. So if you're ready to ditch trying to get him to commit, which are just anxiety creating relationship tactics, and instead learn authentic yet intentional proven relationship attraction techniques so you can finally have the partnership you desire, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Courtship Code Podcast. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. And I'm so excited to be with you today, primarily because I have been gearing up for the enrollment period for the Captivating Courtship Code for the fall enrollment. And I'm pretty excited about it. And I can admit it's been a little while since I have been excited about an enrollment period for the CCC program. But we have a lot of good things underway. Just over the past few months, I have been doing so much brainstorming and thinking and adjusting and tweaking and really trying to make sure that the vision of Captivating Courtship and the services that we provide and the type of support and the direction of the business is continuing to go in the direction that it was founded in, which is a struggle. Sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes you get distracted. Sometimes you want to do so many things. You want to help out in so many ways. You want to provide so many different services and so many offers. And you realize that you can't save everyone, number one. And two, it's really important that you stick to the mission and you stick to what you're really good at. So if you've noticed over the past few weeks, maybe even month or so now, we've been really dialing in on the eight love loops. It used to be called the passion attraction prototype. So for those of you in the past who or have been following for some time may have been familiar with uh, the Breakup With Your Type Masterclass or the eight different pattern types. They've been rebranded, renamed as the eight love loops. And that's really becoming the core focus of the company, which is exactly how it was supposed to be anyway. This isn't anything new. It's not anything revolutionary, but it is dialing in on what is the primary focus of captivating courtship, how we want to serve our clients, what is the basis and the foundation for all of that. And it really is helping you to shift your relationship patterns. Yes, we want to help you to attract a partner. Yes, we want to help you to do all of, of the other things too in the relationship world. However, at the core, at the base of it all, is you shifting your relationship patterns. Because when you shift your relationship patterns, that's when you break generational wounds. That is when you transform your future. That is when you become the woman that you want to be. And it all starts with you becoming a new and improved version of you. Not a different version of you, but just a better, a more aligned, a more confident, a more worthy, a more deserving Uh, version of you because you're stepping into your worth, because you're stepping into your deservingness, because you're breaking old 
thought patterns, old beliefs, old behaviors that have caused you pain or heartache and disappointment. And we wanna eliminate as much of that as possible. And over the last three years, forming this community, a safe space, it's just been so beautiful. Just earlier in the week, we had a coaching call on Monday and it was just such a beautiful call. I just so happened to be in Florida visiting family at the time. Um, but it was it was such a wonderful call because it was so vulnerable and it was so many emotions and tears and a lot was going on on the call, which just made it even more connected. And I love those moments for my clients. When, when we experience those moments, even though it's a Monday morning and I know it wasn't planned, but those moments of breakthrough and connection lets me know that they're being touched on a deeper level and that that transformation is happening for them. And they're hearing the words and they're receiving the message that they needed to hear that they needed to receive. And that is the core of the work that I want to do in the world and how I want to serve and to serve you all who are listening. And I hope that you share this with your friends and your family and for others who will benefit from it at all. But that's really the mission. The mission is to change those patterns because those patterns are holding you back. Those patterns are causing anxiety and stress and frustration and low value behavior and fear and control and all these other things. And sometimes it's not even within your power. These are deeply embedded patterns on a deeper subconscious level that started off in childhood, started off from your caretaker, started from your early experiences with the opposite sex. And then you know, went into your adulthood and now you're just living out cycles and patterns. And I know what it's like to be in a loop. I know exactly what it feels like to hold guilt and shame and embarrassment over the choices that you've made or over your past decisions. I know what it's like to feel almost addicted to the experiences or to the types of people or uh, to the behaviors that you exhibit when it comes to your love life. I know what that pain feels like. I know what it feels like to pull myself up off the ground from crying from heartbreak, right? I know all of that. And I also know the other side. I also know what it's like to be in a healthy, loving relationship. I also know what it's like to feel secure and to feel confident and to not have anxiety and to not feel fear or control or afraid to open up and to be vulnerable and connected. There's so much more on the other side that's so freeing and so beautiful where you can actually have the relationship, have the marriage, have the partner, have the connection that you so deeply desire, but it's not even just solely about the validation or the security because you're already so secure within yourself. You're in a place where you can just receive it and just allow it and just feel like immensely just covered in love. And I want that for all of the women that I work with. I want that for all the women in the world because that is a place of you being on your throne as a queen, being in your worth, knowing what you deserve, and really, really owning the future of your love life. And unfortunately, in this society, relationships are downplayed so much. And the role and the impact that they have on your quality of life, on your future, on your finances, your emotional, spiritual, all aspects of your health, we don't talk about it enough. We don't emphasize just how important 
your relationships are. But that's what we're here to do at Captivating Courtship. We are here to put some emphasis on one of the most important aspects of your life so that you can be in control of it while also being freed by it. So I hope that we do that. And I hope that you will join us in September for the next enrollment of the Captivating Courtship Code. But I have so much more to share with you about that over the next few weeks. And in the meantime, today we're talking about the love me love loop. Now this particular pattern type, if you haven't yet accessed the love loop masterclass, go ahead and grab that. Uh, it's, it's one of our new workshops. It's been updated. You can go straight in and learn about your specific pattern type or first discover what your specific pattern types are. And then you have like a library to be able to access and learn about it. And as I continue to build it up and to add on to that masterclass, the great thing is you're going to get all the updates, all the latest and the greatest information on your particular pattern types. So I would highly advise for you to go ahead and get it now. It's only $27. It's a, a meal at a good restaurant, <laughs> but you're going to have this for life. And it'll be a pocket companion as you are going through the courtship process, as you are dating, as you are in a relationship, or even while you're married, when those patterns start to come up and those triggers start to come up, you'll be able to have that to be able to go to. You can access from your phone, from your computer, from anywhere, and have that reminder of what you're experiencing and why you're experiencing and what you need to do to shift out of it. So make sure you get that masterclass and that you also get the free roadmap. All the links to everything is in the show notes. Get the free roadmap to help you navigate those patterns as well. And there's a free clarity exercise with the roadmap as well. So go get that. But today, like I said, we're talking about the love me pattern. And this particular love loop, I know I said uh, last week we talked about the trophy love loop and some things with the trophy. But with the love me pattern, I would say this in the past has been the number two. 2023 has been an interesting year because in 2023, we've actually worked with less love me's than we have in the past two years, which was really interesting in a certain event. We've actually worked with more two goods in 2023 than love me's, but Historically and typically, the love me loop is the second most common pattern type that we tend to work with in coaching. It tends to come to us in coaching. It's not saying that we prefer working with some types over others. It's just who typically comes to us and works with us and joins our community. There are just certain pattern types that are more prone to seeking coaching and being a part of the coaching community than others. And the love me historically has been number two, but this year it's been, we've, I would say that we probably have more two goods, which was really, really interesting. Something for me to think about. Before the love me love loop, I adore this pattern type. And honestly, if I had to say the two pattern types that would probably be a good match for one another would probably be a trophy and a love me. They are probably the most compatible if I had to couple like maybe a man and a woman together of who has those two, they would probably be the most compatible if they're in a healthy space, those two pattern types. But for the love me's, they are the caregivers of the eight love loops. They are the nurturers. They are the ones that I say would 
rescue a kitten from a tree. They are soft-hearted, very, very uh, loving people. Whether it's a man or a woman with the love me pattern, they're just a loving group of people. Not saying that the other pattern types aren't, but they're a little bit different because their problem and their sabotage in relationships is the same thing that makes them so special. Because they are conflict adverse, because they are good hearted, because they are nurturers and givers and doers, and they truly, truly want to be a benefit to others, that is their gift and their curse. And typically with all of these pattern types, whatever someone's gift is, is what their curse is. And for the love me's, they tend to lean more into people pleasing than some of the other pattern types. Now, you do have people pleasing showing up with the trophies. You have people pleasing showing up with the toxics. Um, I would think primarily with those three, they tend to be more people pleasers. But for the love me's, they, they are definitely strong people pleasers. And that becomes one of their biggest challenges. Now for love me's, the self-sacrificing and the shrinking during courtship and dating, during relationships, and even while they're married, that is where they tend to suffer the most. Because they are the doers and the givers and the pleasers, and they truly want to be a benefit and not they, they, they don't want to cross anyone. They don't want to be on anyone's bad side. They want to be seen as good. And that causes them to shrink their voice, to lower their standards and their expectations, to sacrifice their wants and their needs in order to uh, support the greater good. And in order to feel safe and to not feel rejected, they lean into people-pleasing behaviors. Now that is a total opposite of what a love me actually wants. The love me's are the hopeless romantics of the love loops. They want their emotional needs met. They love love. They actually love relationships. I would say if anyone is more prone to commitment into relationships, it would be the love me. However, they tend to sit more in the fantasy of what a relationship could be. Just sort of like the trophies, but the difference is, uh, and remember, you can have more than one pattern type. So you can, most people are a combination of two and three. So you can be a trophy and a love me. You could be an adapter and a love me. You could be like, you can have different pattern types and be a combination, usually two or three. But if your primary, your primary, your leading pattern type is a love me, then you are a hopeless romantic. You love love and you love the fantasy of what a relationship could be, what um, a, a person could be. And the interesting thing about the love me versus the trophy, and this is the difference between love me and a trophy, the love me plays it all mainly in their head. They're in their head with it a lot more because they're not going to communicate those wants and those needs as much as a trophy. Trophy chasers are going to lean in and they're kind of going to go after it. They're going to uh, chase a little bit. They're going to work to prove. They're going to try to create the fantasy, I'll say. With the love me's, they tend to avoid 
what would be required, which is as far as the communication and the emotional connection part, in order to actually have the fantasy that they desire. What's interesting about the love me's is that they can be a bit of a mystery. They can be a bit of a mystery when it comes to their emotions because they don't do a great job of expressing how they actually feel, what they need, what matters to them. They keep a lot of that bottled up inside. And I notice with the love me's, there's almost this expectation of someone should just know because they make it felt in their presence. So they will be consistent. They will show up for other people. They will be there for other people. And they allow that doing, that presence, that support that they show to be their way to communicate that they love, to be their way to communicate how they are feeling about the other person. Not realizing that by not being verbal, by not communicating how they feel, what makes them happy, what they like, what they don't like, by not being vulnerable, they're missing out on a big piece of the emotional connection and the emotional security that they want in a relationship. So I just want you to keep that in mind if you are a love me, that you have to use your voice. And you also have to decide, my love me's, that you deserve to be a priority. Now, trophy chasers have this problem as well, and so do my toxics, that they don't typically believe that they deserve to be a priority and they don't do a great job of prioritizing themselves. But for love me's, that self-sacrificing, where you shrink and you don't, communicate how you feel, good or bad. You don't ask for what you want, good or bad. You don't ask for what you need. You don't expect your needs to get met. It's all from a fear of rejection. It's all from a place of not wanting to be a burden. And this idea of being seen as good. Now for the love means you'll see here a common phrase that they'll say is, I'm a good person well, I'm a good person, or I did this because I'm good, or, well, I didn't want to, you know, be mean, or I didn't want, like, in that saying, those are some, the, the be mean part is kind of common, right? But the idea of being good, being seen as good, other people seeing them as good, not rocking the boat, not causing conflict, not being a burden, that is a clear distinction of the love me's, that they they really, really want to be seen as good. And for the most part, they're highly successful at that because they don't rock the boat, because they're not controversial, because they don't cause problems, they're conflict adverse, because they're the helpers and the doers and the servers and the lovers and the big comfy couches. I always call them the big comfy couches because they'll listen to your problems. They'll be there to support you. They, they are the big comfy couches. They are the, the therapists of the, of the pattern types. And because of that, they are seen as good typically. And there's a plane going or really loud plane. So I hope that you guys didn't hear that. I'm just going to keep going. But because of that, uh, they oftentimes don't get their needs met and others will see them as good and they'll keep piling on and keeping those expectations and that causes a lot of buildup and frustration inside the love me but they shrink themselves and they don't expect to get their needs met 
So for my love means you have to decide to get your needs met, to use your voice and to really practice your communication. We're going to get more into what you need to do, but I just wanted to point that out because they are seen as good. And because they are seen as good and because they value that so much, they don't get their needs met. And that is their sabotage when it comes to relationships. Now, one of the challenges for the love me is that they are not fully in their worthiness. Now, as we're going through these different pattern types, you'll notice that for just about all of the patterns, that is their number one problem, except for probably the invulnerable vixen. But for most of them, their number one problem is not fully being in their worth, not being clear on their worth, not being aligned with their worth and not leaning into it. However, for love me's, it's not being in their worth and not using their voice. That is a big thing. And you're going to hear me keep repeating this because it is a big deal for the love me pattern. Part of your problem is that you're not in your worth. You're not asserting your voice. You're not requiring your needs and your wants to get met. You're not raising your expectations when it comes to relationships. Your expectations are too low. So you need to raise your expectations and decide that you deserve to have those expectations met so that you can stop settling. You have to decide that you are a priority and you have to make yourself a priority first and stop self-sacrificing in order to prove that you are good, in order to prove that you're a good person, in order to prove that you are loyal. All of that has to go out the window. Your feelings and your happiness have to become a priority and it has to be a requirement for other people to be in your life as well. Whether it's family, friends, or romantic partner, you have to raise your expectations and expect those expectations to get met as a non-negotiable. Basically, you have to put your mask on first. Like when you're on a plane and they say, save yourself, put your mask on first, and then you go help your neighbor. That is what you have to do if you want to break this pattern type. You cannot continue to sacrifice your wants, your needs, your voice, your boundaries, the emotional connection that you desire, vulnerability, all of those things in order to be seen as good and not rock the boat. The boat has to get rocked and you can do it gracefully and safely and still get your needs met and not worried about being rejected or abandoned or being a burden. Now, before I get into those three core things that I would say to focus on if you have the love me pattern, I do want to add in here that something that I have noticed across the board with the love me patterns is that there was usually some type of childhood trauma that happened in the early years that caused them to feel like they were a burden. And they were really scared and uncomfortable and felt unsafe asking for what they wanted or trying to get their needs met. Now, last week we talked about the trophy pattern and one of their childhood challenges is usually a lack of validation. They didn't feel valid. Maybe they still don't feel validated in their adult life by their caretakers. Oftentimes there's 
with a lot of the women that I work with, there tend to be mother wounds where maybe they didn't get the validation or the um, emotional availability from caretakers, especially oftentimes there's mother wounds. But with the love me pattern, there's oftentimes something that happened in childhood that caused them to feel like a burden, caused them to uh, worry about their survival when it came to their safety and security, and it was all tied to them being good. And if they were not good, they were concerned about their ability to survive. So I'll give you some examples of some things that I've seen. This could be uh, someone having to be in foster care. It could be someone having to go live with relatives or having to become a caretaker for a parent at a young age. It could be someone who grew up in a abusive household. Um, it could be someone who had family, uh, it, who had uh, mental illness. It could be um, a situation where someone had to um, become the caretaker for their for their siblings at a young age because of something having to do with their parents. But their ability to survive was dependent upon them having to be good. And if they rocked the boat, that might mean that they couldn't live where they were living, or that maybe that abusive parent would then turn on them, or um, just something, something occurred in the early years where their ability to be safe and to be, be quiet and to be good and to not use their voice became a means of survival. And because of that, that is still playing out in their relationships. And even if you've been to therapy, maybe you have been working on this slowly, but I always say that the test comes up when you're actually in the relationship and not when you're just reading the book, right? So this is the reason why coaching can be so beneficial because you have to practice these skills over and over and over again, get those fears cleaned out, get those doubts cleaned out in real time. Now, when it comes to what I would advise you to do to start breaking this loop, three things, three pieces of advice that I would give you. The first thing that I would give you if you have the love loop pattern, I mean, said the love me love loop. The first thing I would say is you have to get clear on your values and get in alignment with them. Now, I know that you hear me say this all the time, and I'm going to say this because for most of the pattern types, this is a missing link, a major missing link, a foundational missing link. And this is the work that we do in coaching. And when we focus on value alignment in module two, because once we clear out the wounds, once we get to the hurt and once we get to the guilt, the shame and, and the childhood stuff and all that stuff, once we clear that out and we start getting you back into being able to trust and we're working on building your trust muscle, the next thing is stepping into your worthiness and owning your value. So first you need to get clear on your value. And then I want you to really practice as a new lifestyle, as a new mindset, as a new set of beliefs, is stepping into your worthiness so that you stop shrinking who you are. So many of the love me's are absolutely amazing people and they are the 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 sweethearts, right? They, I can't stop emphasizing this enough because they are very kind-hearted people. And they are also typically shrinking who they are. Where they're playing at level four and there's so much good to them. There's so much amazingness just sitting inside of them. 
But because they haven't fully stepped into their worthiness and their deservingness, they're still playing at a level that's smaller than what they are. They're still not shining as big as they could be. And you need to step into your worthiness so that you do build up the self-worth and the confidence to get in alignment with those values so that you do feel comfortable using your voice and communicating. So this is the foundational thing. The second thing, after stepping to your worthiness and stop shrinking and aligning with your values and making it a part of your lifestyle, the second thing is learning to set boundaries by pouring into your own cup and letting the world and your partner and everyone else around you get the overflow. You have to start setting boundaries around you becoming a priority. And it's really hard for my love me's because you do want to people please. You do want to make others happy and you prove your worthiness and you prove that you're good and that you're enough by putting others first, by making sure everyone else is taken care of. But you have to put your mask on first. So you have to learn to set boundaries around pouring into your own cup first and letting everyone else get the overflow. When you do that, You're going to elevate from the inside and really stepping into your deservingness. Now, the third thing for the love me patterns that I want you to start focusing on is communicating from a very vulnerable space, communicating from your vulnerability. That means that you won't always be seen as good. A living in your truth speaking up for your emotional needs, speaking up for what you want in a relationship, raising those expectations and dropping the idea of being good or conflict adverse or not wanting to rock the boat or not wanting to upset someone else because you're afraid of them seeing your flaws. You have to start being fully authentic. My love me's tend not to live fully in their authenticity, flaws and all, unapologetically, because they don't want to not be seen as good. But no one is perfect. No one is flawless. And you have every right to be loved, flaws and all. You can absolutely be loved, flaws and all. So you have to stop trying to prove your worth by being good and by not rocking the boat and not being vulnerable, even when it comes to the good things, even when it comes to expressing your emotions, how you feel, what feels good. Hey, if you're in love, share it. Open that up to the world. Open your heart and not be afraid that if you pour out into the world, pour into yourself first, but then from an emotional standpoint, from a place of vulnerability, that if you connect that you're gonna be rejected or you're gonna be judged, Or that your ability to survive, your ability to be loved, your ability to be valued, the connection that you are trying to create with another human being is not based upon you being able to be problem-free and to be good and to not rock the boat. People need to see who you really are and how you really feel and what you really want and what will make you happy. And that allows you to actually have the relationship that you want and stop settling. Stop settling for non-committal men. Stop settling for kind of sort of situationships. Stop settling for commitments or marriages where you're unsatisfied. 
No, you get to have what you want. But you have to be willing to communicate and be seen as not perfect all the time. Yes, you're going to express some needs and some needs are not going to get met. Yet that doesn't mean it's rejection. A no and a not now is not the same thing. Yes, you're going to say things and people may react and they may not like it. You will survive. You will be okay. Even if childhood you couldn't stand being yelled at or you were worried about being physically abused, all of that is very, very valid. But you're an adult now and you can take care of you. And you can also have boundaries and remove yourself if someone doesn't communicate or doesn't respect you in a way that you need to be respected. But you have to communicate because if you aren't communicating what you want and what you like and what you don't like and what's important to you and when something doesn't feel good or when someone's not meeting your needs or they're not meeting your requirements, you have to communicate that or else you will never get it. The same thing that you fear of losing, you're losing out now because you're not communicating. You don't have to be seen as good to still be lovable. Or I'll challenge you when else, you can be good and still be imperfect. You can be good and still rock the boat sometimes. You can be good and say what's really on your mind and what's really on your heart. You can also communicate what makes you happy and what you want and how happy someone makes you feel and how in love you are and not be rejected. You can get that received and reciprocated. So I want you to lean into that for my love me's. I want you to lean into that. And I would love for you to join us in one of our coaching communities to support you in this and breaking this loop and building up your confidence and your worthiness and your deservingness and your boundaries and all those amazing things. I want you to come and join us in one of our coaching communities. We have Worthy. We have the Worthy Community, which is super excited. Make sure that you get on the wait list for that and to learn more about that. That is our monthly community that focuses solely on breaking patterns. It's, it's focused solely on healing your heart and building up your self-worth and embracing your captivating life and the, the queen that you are and stepping into your worthiness and your deservingness. And then we have the Captivating Courtship Code, which truly focuses on the courtship process in attracting a partner. So we have two communities now. We have two coaching programs to serve you with wherever you are in your journey. If you, if you, in the last six to 12 months, if you have not been to 30 days with at least one man and you, or you're not ready, maybe you've just gone on a relationship or you've just broken up, go into Worthy. Go into that it is a monthly community. You get the support, you get access to the curriculum, you get all the things. I'm not going to go too much into detail about that. You can go or get on the wait list to get the details. The link is in the show notes, but go into Worthy. If you are ready to attract a partner and to break your patterns and to focus on the courtship process, then go into the Captivating Courtship Code. But you have two different lanes to support you wherever you are in your journey with this particular pattern. And by being in coaching, this is what's going to help you to break the loop because you're going to get to show up every single week. And even if you have nothing to share, even if you're a little uncomfortable at first, which I find my love me's typically are pretty, pretty vocal 
in coaching, which is very interesting because that is their safe space. They become very vocal in coaching. It's when they're in the relationships, that's where the practice has to come in. But by being in a safe space and learning how to communicate safely, sometimes it's also for my love me's. And I do this a lot with the, the love me's that I have in coaching. Sometimes they need the words to communicate. Sometimes it's connecting with how they're feeling, but also having the support to have the words to verbalize what it is that they're experiencing and being able to communicate those feelings in a way that feels safe and feels secure and well-received for them. So we oftentimes do this in coaching where some of my love me's will come to me and say, I'm experiencing this or I have this situation or I want this from this from this guy or from this man that I'm seeing and I don't know how to communicate that. And having that support, having that clarity on how to communicate it and building the confidence is a lot of the work that we do with love me's. But getting into a space where you can break this loop so that you stop settling for less and learn to raise your expectations without fear of rejection and disappointment holding you back. So this is the work that we do every single week. You show up to coaching, you get coached on those beliefs, those fears, those doubts, those questions, those emotions that you're having. Get the support that you need to be able to communicate how you feel, what you want without fear. Really get clear on how to build up your confidence and your worthiness so that you're not letting fear drive your interactions or causing you to settle for less. By having a community to back you and to help build you up and to support you and to help to guide you through this process, you get to accelerate at a much faster pace than you would ever do it on your own. This is also why I have coaching communities because women thrive in community and women thrive from learning from other women. Iron gets to sharpen iron. So as you're building up your communication skills and you're watching other women get coached, sometimes, like I said, you may not have something to share. You may just want to listen. Perfectly okay. Maybe you can't attend a live call and you can only listen in on uh, our private podcast. I have a client who she sometimes, because of her work schedule, she can't attend a lot of calls. But what she does is she makes sure to listen to every single coaching call replay every single week and you get coached through other women's experiences. That is the beauty. You get the behind the scenes that you don't get, that your friends aren't showing you, that your family members aren't showing you. You get the behind the scenes and all access pass to what other women are going through, what works, what doesn't work, their growth, and you get to accelerate because you're actually getting the deep details and the behind the scenes that you won't get anywhere else. So you need to be in that type of environment, love me, so that you are preparing yourself for the marriage, for the commitment, for the emotional connection and the type of relationship that you desire without fear of getting hurt and being rejected and being disappointed. Now, if you are sitting on the fence and you're telling yourself, well, I've been to therapy, I've been working on this, I'm getting better, that's all good. You can continue doing those things. However, coaching will help you to do it faster and with more intention because you're going to be implementing it in real time and you're going to get the behind the scenes as well. And you're going to have that supportive community and that village behind you to help you navigate it. So I want you to get really, really good at being able to implement your communication skills, learning how to prioritize yourself, how to set boundaries, how to pour into yourself first, how to elevate your expectations in a way that's safe and that gets your needs met. 
without fear of being a burden or rejection and you can stop settling yourself into submission and what I mean by that is when you're shrinking and you're scared to use your voice and you're scared to assert your wants and needs and you're scared to advocate for yourself you will settle yourself into submission you will shrink yourself into just complying and just going along and not really advocating for your personal relationship needs and it's safe for you to have your wants and your needs met with your potential partner and with all your other relationships because how you do one thing is how you do another. And I can guarantee that if you have a hard time advocating for yourself in your romantic life, you're probably also doing this with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, any organizations you're a part of, you are still shrinking and not fully stepping into that best version of yourself, that captivating queen energy, not fully stepping into your worthiness and your deservingness and not shining as bright as you are meant to be. You have so much in you, love me. You have so much in you that you're holding back and the world sees it. The world sees your light. That's why you are seen as good. The world sees it. You have to see it as well. So Go to the link in the show notes. Make sure that you get on the wait list so that you can get the details and you can enroll in the Captivating Courtship Code when doors open. With the new way that we are doing enrollment, you will only get enrollment details and notifications if you are on the wait list. We are doing wait list only enrollment. So if you're not on the wait list, you will not get the information when doors open and oh, I forgot to announce. I was gonna hold this off for the future, but I guess I'll just give you a little bit of tidbit now. So excited that with the uh, launch of the Captivating Question Code for our fall enrollment, we have different tiers of enrollment. And you will get that information when you subscribe to the email list, um, to the wait list. You will get the information on our three tiers of enrollment for the CCC program. Super excited about that because my goal is just to help to serve as many women as possible to transform these patterns and to get their love life on track and to elevate them so that they feel absolutely amazing and in control of their love lives. And in order to do that, we did have to expand and offer uh, some additional tiers of service for those who want to join CCC. And of course, we also have the Worthy program for those who are not quite ready for courtship, but they do want to do more of the personal development and work on themselves and get coaching every step of the way. So go to the link in the show notes. Super excited to share that with you. We'll be sharing more details in the upcoming weeks or we are getting, we are getting closer to enrollment so that you can be prepared and you can get in the door. So super excited to speak with you. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Hey, beautiful. I want to ask you to share this podcast with the woman you know and help us change the way women attract partners in court for commitment. I'm a huge believer that when we change one woman and elevate her relationships, we change society and we also change family trees. And you can help with this simply by sharing the podcast. Thanks for being a part of the Courtship Code community and thanks for sharing this episode.